Chapter 1 Whitney I can't believe you're leaving me. Trust me, I've thought about this. I love you, but they're my family. Olivia hooked me up with a friend of hers from high school who has her own studio. I have a job, a place to stay, and I'll be with my aunt and uncle and cousins. I think it will be good for me. I know, I know, I get it, but I don't have to like it. I'm going to miss you. My best friend Jamie whines. I know, but it's not like it's thousands of miles away. It's a five-hour drive from here. You can spend the week, hell, even the weekend, whenever you want, I remind her. It's not the same. She's right. It's not the same. But then again, neither am I. Losing mom changed me. I'm more reserved. I want more out of life than going to clubs on the weekends. She wanted more for me than that. Her letter said so. The week following her funeral, I got a call from her attorney asking to meet with me. I was still in a daze, fighting my way to the surface, learning to live in a world without my mother. When I arrived at her office, I was surprised to find out that Mom had a substantial life insurance policy, one that more than covered her funeral expenses as well as the house and my college tuition. I was even more surprised when her lawyer handed me a letter. As soon as I saw her neat, intricate handwriting across the envelope, the tears began to fall. I've read that letter thousands of times. I have her words memorized. Specifically, don't run from love, chase it. She was worried that I would let my father and his coward's way out keep me from falling in love. I will admit that I've never been one to settle down, and that was part of the reason. I'm really not a fan of handing over my heart on a silver platter to have the love of my life slip away in the middle of the night to never be heard from again. However, Something else in her letter made me reconsider that theory. If it were not for him, I would not have you. You, my darling daughter, are my greatest accomplishment in life. Those two lines are ones that replay over and over again. Mom wanted to make sure that I kept in contact with them. She and Aunt Jenny were close. I think this will be good for me. Moving, starting over. New friends, Jamie says, her voice soft. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to replace you. We've been thick as thieves since kindergarten. That's not going to change because I'm living in another state. I know. She releases a heavy sigh. Things are just not going to be the same without you. There is so much technology these days for keeping in touch. It will be fine. I have to do this, Jamie. I know you do. I get it. I'm just selfish and already miss the hell out of you. I laugh. She's not usually this dramatic, but this is a big change for both of us. I don't know what I would have done without her since losing mom. She's been there every step of the way. So, what's left to do? I have to be out by Friday. I've already donated everything that I'm not taking with me. Now I just have to pack the rest.
I'm going to drop off the keys to the realtor on Friday on my way out of town. I can't believe it sold so fast. I know. After I finally gave in to Aunt Jenny and Olivia begging me to come stay with them, I thought for sure I had a few months at least. I didn't expect to be closing 45 days later. So, what can I do to help? Nothing. I'm good. Just need to pack up my toiletries and last few pieces of clothing Friday morning before I leave. Right. Well then, you and I need to have a girls' night. In two days you are leaving and they will be few and far between. Count me in. We spend the rest of the night watching sappy romance movies and eating lots of junk food. I'm going to miss her like crazy, but I need to do this. I know I can always come back if things don't work out.